Hello and welcome to a podcast of things we did on the radio. And in some ways, this podcast and radio show is now worth more than it's ever been worth. So well done for getting it. And the reason is, I'm now the only Steve Allen left on radio around here. Um, in fact, of all the famous Steve Allens, there was the guy in America who was a, a comedian who originally introduced The Tonight Show before Johnny Carson. He died in the 90s, so I won that one. And then Steve Allen on LBC is uh, no longer doing that show there. Apparently they didn't renew his contract and stuff, so he's off air straight away, which in the, I knew in the long run. It's a long game. It's a war of attrition, this showbiz. This being an overnight success is a long game. And uh, so far, I'm winning it for now. Um, so here's what we got up to on radio earlier today. Um, so welcome along. How's your day going? I know. I know that you're in a good mood. Of course you're in a good mood because... Brexit has been done. Again. How many times has it been done there? People keep saying it's done, and then it gets done again. It's been done more times than, and you can finish that joke on your own. So on the show today, we'll be looking at uh, problems with sleepwalking. Food is back in the news. Also, well, a solution to the food shortages. We've actually found a solution to the food shortages. More on that story, because that's actually important. Boris Watch returns, but thankfully not the one you're thinking about. And something about slang is in there as well, I think. First, Roald Dahl got edited, because you can't call people fat. Great news for me, the way my diet's been going. And then we heard about James Bond. The books have been rewritten to remove race references. Author Ian Fleming's 007 thrillers are being reissued in April to mark the 70th anniversary. But there's some... The sensitivity writers have been through it. Look, I think there's an argument to be made about changing race-based stuff because whenever they play episodes of Faulty Towers, they edit out a bit that has a word that you simply don't broadcast these days. So that's one thing, isn't it? If you if that word's not allowed to be broadcast, you wouldn't let a repeat have it in it. The originals are still on DVD if you want them or something. Maybe it's the same for books. But then I was thinking about the way that the films are on 007. You've got to be very careful about over-editing and over-censoring things. Because just by the use of judicious censorship, if anything, you can make things sound ruder than they actually are. Like this clip from 1977's The Spy Who Loved Me. What an unexpected pleasure. Welcome to the Majava Club. Buy you a drink? Major a Or may I call you So you know who I am? You Yes, sir. The lady will have a Commander James You've made your point. You're sensitive, Mr. Bond. About certain things, yes. Honestly, you put bleeps in there, it sounds absolutely terrible. How very... I, even I wouldn't watch stuff like that. It's another day of talking about food shortages. It's on my mind. We often, we used to talk about food on this show a lot when we could get food. So imagine when there's background hunger informing my editorial decisions. Brits who grow their own food, like on the TV show The Good Life, can save up to two grand a year and beat salad shortages. This is according to the National Allotment Association. Well, of course they would, wouldn't they? Um, but, uh, I mean, I get the point. There's a shortage, a dearth of tomatoes and cucumbers. But it's still you can still get them, can't you? Like, you're just not allowed to buy more than three. And if I'm brutally honest, I've never tried to buy four cucumbers at once. It'd look weird. Like I'm on my way to an alien stag do. Or hen night, I suppose. Um, if that's what those aliens have, it's hard to tell. 
I'm not sure The Good Life is the sitcom that I'd like to live in. Don't get me wrong, I would love to have a posh and attractive neighbour. But I'm sure there are other sitcoms. I, I think more naturally, Ronnie Corbett's Sorry, I'd live it. Language of Timothy! I could sit around shouting that. If you had to live in a classic sitcom, which one would it be? I mean, I always like porridge, but I don't like the idea of being in prison, so I suppose... Is it the man are born or something? Look, it's up to you. Um, classic sitcoms that you'd like to live in. In the news, badgers, hedgehogs and foxes are apparently fighting and having standoffs over leftover food in gardens. Experts at Nottingham Trent University have analysed hundreds of videos and they're basically just sitting around watching like cats and foxes and hedgehogs have little fights. Don't get me wrong, I can end up down a rabbit hole on YouTube like anyone, but I don't pretend it's research. I'm just more shocked. Not shocked that cats and... I think it's obvious that cats and foxes fight. I think you hear that. Hedgehogs, you don't really know they're quite quiet, aren't they? They do a squealy sound if things go wrong, I think. What was the other one on there? Badgers. I've never heard of badger. I'm more shocked that there's leftover food in a garden. Who's got enough food these days that they've got some to spare to leave out in the... What? Are they just turnips? Are we just leaving turnips out because it's the only thing we've got left now? Imagine that being a fox having to fight off all those other animals. You finally get to the food. Oh, it's another flipping turnip. So this is in the news. Older workers are hitting um, on Generation Z slang to try and connect with younger colleagues to make sure that they, they don't lose their place in the workforce. They're trying to learn the young person's slang. I'm against this. Because why don't they learn our slang because they want to talk to us? There was a news story a while ago saying you've got to be careful about putting full stops in text messages because Generation Z find that aggressive. Well, it's not meant aggressively, is it? So learn to speak the proper language. Why do we have to go, oh, no, they're scared of the... that? They don't use full stops like that. They mean the conversation's over if you do that. Yeah, well, they should also know what it means in real life. I'm so grumpy. The thing is, I don't... I wouldn't be willing to try and use young person slang just to try and keep a job. No, I'd, I'd find that way too salty. No cap. I'm low-key with my spilling tea. For real. Dead ass. I'm not... Does that say crashy? Bet. Um, so there we go. The I've no idea what most of that meant, but Google did that for me. Thank you very much to John who gets in touch. Voicemail saying... Hello, Steve. I'd like to be in uh, Man About the House. Oh, yeah. I know what you're thinking. Yeah. But I'm thinking you're bound to get your washing done. That's exactly what I was thinking you were thinking, actually. Um, and then sends me uh, another update on this. Steve, I'd like, also like to be in Rising Demp. Because just like uh, Rigsby, I had a bit of the hots for Miss Jones. Miss Jones. Uh, Miss Jones, yeah. Um... It's not often I get to dust that impression off, so thank you, yeah. It's an interesting news. It's time to dust off the uh, the old jingle. Boris Watch. Watch. Boris Watch. But don't you worry. Boris Watch. was that last one to forget about. Don't you worry. It's not that Boris. Boris Becker's back in the news. He said that he was reduced to tear in tears in jail. Uh-oh, is this like Shawshank? I first remember when Boris, Je- Boris Becker first came to me. My old friend, Andy Dufresne. have to work on that for a while. Um, but he was reduced to tears because of the support that he got from fellow celebrities. Now, is that not the strangest humble brag ever? 
yeah, I went to prison, but all my celebrity friends rallied together and made me feel good. I suppose rallied together is a different thing when you're a tennis player, but, you know... I feel a bit hard done by on that one, if I'm brutally honest, because if ever I end up in prison, I'm just left there on my own. Whereas he gets loads of celebrities. Then again, if you look at a lot of celebrities, if there's one thing they will have sympathy for, it's breaking the law. Well, this, uh, this train is quickly coming into the station. We're running out of time, so we better try and wrap up some of the news stories we might not get time for. Video games are not damaging kids' brains, say scientists, so it must be caused by something else then. No, I think it always makes sense. Whenever people used to say, oh, video games, no good for you. I, know. I grew up playing a lot of Tetris and didn't become a builder, so that's... And uh, what's this one as well? Alan Carr. Oh, yeah, Alan Carr says he always sleeps wearing underpants because he sleepwalks, which... I am, I'm sorry for you. If anything, I, I prefer the, the nude way of sleeping. It's, it's relaxing. It's freeing. It's very natural. I find it enjoyable. The other people on that long-haul flight did not approve. Weird. And so I think we're up to date with most of the news, aren't we? So that's your podcast done and dusted. I got another one from John, actually, when we were getting messages about the, the sitcom thing. He said... Steve, I'd also like to have been in uh, on the buses. Olive, you flaming great lump. The, the Those are the days. Didn't she used to live in the area that this show broadcast to? I think so. It's a good job. But then again, she passed away last year, so would have got away with it. Um, anyway, thank you very much. I mean, not that Olive's a, a real person, the actress. Olive's a fictional character. I understand that. I know that much about a sitcom. I'm not an expert, but I get those ideas. Um, tweet me, at Mr. Stephen Allen. Follow me on Twitter. Follow the podcast on the podcaster with things, wherever you find your podcasts. And until next time, bye.